Welcome back, crime fanatics. This is Steph. This is Kat. And this is True Crime Project. Today is a cat episode. And from what she's saying, it's probably going to be a long one, I'm assuming. So I'm going to start with a little story that happened in the county where I live. Um, on the 21st, our special response team, which I guess is like a narcotics team, served a search warrant uh, probably about three minutes away from my house. The officers located and seized drugs, which was meth, heroin, several prescription drugs, drug paraphernalia, cash, and approximately 70 firearms. Oh. Yeah. Sounds like they would fit right in with the people I'm about to... That sounds like some, like, apocalyptic uh, pre- preparation. <laughs> I I think he was dealing in illegal firearms, honestly. Uh, yeah, I would say that's probably pretty accurate. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's actually like, the less uh, worrisome... <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, what? I can't even think. <laughs> the less worrisome... Ever, that he's doing that he's that he's dealing firearms is a less worrisome idea than the fact that they were for something else actually <laughs> right um yeah that that popped up what two days ago so it happened friday and it's just been like all this tiny little town has been talking about since i'm sure 70 fucking firearms dude ryan don't even have that many <laughs> And you know, he had a lot of guns. I mean, unfortunately, I'm sure there are people, a lot of people that have that many just because they like guns, but I don't know. I mean, they're supposed to be tools, not toys, so I don't know. Right. Seems like overkill to me, possibly literally. (laughs) So what did you do this weekend? Oh, man. So I worked Friday, blah, blah nothing exciting and then yesterday was national margarita day so me and my neighbors my girl neighbor friends got together and had some awesome margaritas and then the kids and i and my husband went to see sonic today the sonic the hedgehog movie which i actually was quite pleasantly surprised i thought it was really cute i liked it oh really yeah so i actually would That's recommend it i wanted to go see that movie onward but it's not out yet so we went for went to see sonic oh although i think that movie is going to be a like a tearjerker but we'll see it looks like a more emotional like pixar type movie like um inside out was oh yeah yeah i don't know okay. if you saw that one but yeah so i didn't like inside out because of how sad <gasps> it was oh yeah i mean but it's like I don't know. It's like the story of explaining how people grow up and how their brains change and things like that. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a sad concept kind of, but like, it's true to life. Like that's what happens. So. Right. It was kind of cool, but it was definitely emotional, especially I think as a parent and like thinking about like how your your kids kids go through. Yeah. And like how quickly it goes by. So I, I thought it was a super cute movie though. I liked it a lot. But. the weekend right. what did you do this weekend um i didn't do much went to 
a staff meeting today for work. Had to take the little guy with me, so that was fun. Um, <laughs> Sounds uh, like a blast. Oh, it definitely wasn't. <laughs> um, and then I got a tattoo on my hand on Friday. Oh, that's right. Which okay, so explain to me behind. So it's like so this tattoo she got on her hand is like a butterfly with almost like um it's a honeycomb design that's what i was gonna say but is it it's not like so you know how sometimes people get like dopamine or like things like that it's not any of those right it's just no it's a like honeycomb a honey. design okay yeah. okay that's what um, i was wondering i was gonna ask you it, about it, that it didn't really like it doesn't mean like stand for anything i just huh. told him that i wanted some sort of geometrical butterfly moth type thing and that's what he came mm -hmm. up with that's cool the blue like around the moth butterfly whatever we want to call it and then did the blue in between like the honeycomb design to really make the the moth like stand out but you I should post I, a picture i will so I, you know what the, i'll post a picture how, on the uh, day we release our episode so they can see it <laughs> yes I will yeah. post a picture that he took right after it was done because when I tell you my hand is swollen, it was like <laughs> I couldn't even fucking put a glove on my hand oh. at work today. It was so bad. Oh, and you work with your hands too. I wouldn't even want to be like yeah, in, in people's business and their hair with my hand all. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I, I'll put a glove on because yeah. of that. But, like, we were cleaning at work for a meeting, which was dumb. But that's besides the point. Um, I uh, I put the glove on because I'm like, well, I don't want to get, like, anything, like, cleaning product-wise on it. And it took one of the girls holding the glove open while I put my hand in it with lotion on top of the tattoo so it didn't get stuck. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I kind of wish I could be a fly on the wall sometimes where when you're like at work and stuff because I think you're probably pretty ridiculous in life. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. <sighs> not that I'm not, but. Yeah, no, I'll probably take the cake over you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> All right. We're going to jump into this because I don't, so I don't know if it'll be super long. It's just. <sighs> I, you guys, this one is a roller coaster of confusion, and I'm not even really sure what I think about any of it still. Um, I would venture to guess that you have all heard of the missing kids, Tylee Ryan and JJ Vallow, who are brother and sister that have been missing for a while now. Um, I've personally seen their picture all over the internet for a couple months now. I'm sure stuff you have as well. Yes. Now, without digging deeper into the headlines and news clips that I'd seen, um, all I knew was that the children suddenly disappeared. Their mom, Lori, was told um, or was telling people that the kids were with family or that the daughter had gone off to college, at, which she's only 17. So that doesn't really make sense anyways. Um, but the truth is no one knows where the kids are. This hit the national news around December. So about two months ago from right now. And currently mom is in Hawaii with her new husband, which seems like a story that will likely have a sad ending. But when 
I dove into this story, you guys, I might never come out of the rabbit hole because it is deep. The kids are just the tip of the iceberg in this story. And so when I started researching it, I had no idea what I was getting into. I thought it would be like, okay, let's try and figure out where the kids are. And like, it's just a case of the mom and new husband or something did something with the kids or whatever. But when I really dove into this, I'm telling you, (laughs) okay, so I'm going to go way back to the very beginning and fill you in on the details that I can't even really wrap my own head around. Um, Steph, if you have any questions, I tried very hard to put this in as chronological of order as I could, because I felt like it would maybe make it a little bit easier to follow and tell you guys like month by month what every when everything happened um because like any like it was on dateline and for me that jumped around a lot even though it was a great story still it was a little hard to follow i had to like look up different articles and try and piece together the things and then i went through a timeline and like put it together so if you have any questions definitely stop me and feel free to ask them because it'll only get harder to like keep up with everything there's a lot of moving pieces in this story okay so this story actually starts way before the children vanished into thin air in 2001 Lori, their mother married a man named joseph ryan together they had tylee ryan and Lori was a very religious woman she was very involved in the lds church which for those of you not into it, LDS is the Church of Latter-day Saints. It's the also known as the Mormon Church. It is unusual in the LDS Church, but Lori and Joseph ended up getting divorced. And even stranger, Joseph is actually already Lori's third husband, which going into the story, I had no idea. So by the end of the story, she's had five husbands. <laughs> Oh my God. Now, yes. So, starting off really great there. But I wonder if people in her church even knew this about Lori, because as we'll learn, it seems there was a lot that people did not know about her. So, she gets divorced from Joseph Ryan and she has Tylee in 2006. So, five years later, after she had been married she got married the first time she meets and marries a na- a man named charles vallow charles was a successful businessman he had previously been married and had two sons from that marriage he was catholic but he happily converted to latter-day saints for Lori. so in 2007 Lori's brother alex who Oddly will come up in this story many times. Definitely remember that name. Okay. He attacked Lori's ex-husband, Tylee's father, Joseph. And he later admittedly, it openly admits that he, and almost brags about it, that he had tried to kill Joseph. Though at the time, he's merely charged with assault for attacking Joseph. And he served 90, day, 90 days in jail for it. Okay, so this is her husband prior to who she's married to now for some reason. I don't even know why. We may never know why. But Lori's brother, who is very close with her, his name is Alex, tries to kill her ex-husband, Joseph, Tylee's dad. 
he doesn't succeed obviously he's just charged with assault and he does 90 days in jail now everyone i have interviewed has said that lori was a wonderful mother uh, in 2014 charles his nephew so her new husband charles's nephew which by then they'd been married for quite some time um and because this is 2014 now they got married in 2006 charles's nephew um has a baby that he can't care for char it's charles sister's son who has a baby and charles sister Kay attempts to take in the baby but the baby has special needs and it's just too much for her and her husband so lori and charles offer offer to adopt the baby lori and charles turn their family of three them and tylee into a family of four and officially adopt a baby boy named jj from his nephew charles's nephew okay so the baby is biologically charles's great nephew okay within a year of the adoption the family moves to hawaii which was hard for jj's biological grandparents Kay and her husband this is charles sister and her husband because they're still involved in jj's life even though it's kind of this funky family dynamic and charles and Lori have adopted him they still act as his grandparents they are his grandparents biologically and they are still very involved in his life um sometime over the next couple of years Lori finds a podcast <laughs> as odd <laughs> as that is yeah um that interests her but it's a doomsday cult leader named chad daybell daybell that hosts the show the podcast is basically religious extremism themed and they discuss the belief that the world will end in july of 2020 that's like five months from now <laughs> chad also authored many books on the subject um basically just over religious things he grew in popularity because um with these religious extremists because he was when he was younger chad worked in a cemetery where he says the spirits spoke to him oh my god <laughs> and people believe him and come to him for healing and i would go into this part in more detail but i find it to be such insane hooey that i can't i mean i barely got through that with that alone without rolling my eyes so hard i could see my brain it's so ridiculous so anyway <laughs> this is the type of thing that Lori is starting to really get into and she's becoming like obsessed with this podcast and these ideas and chad daybell so the Vallos move back to arizona after having lived in hawaii for two years in Kauai, hawaii and it hasn't been said anywhere but i just have this feeling that this was in some way planned so that Lori could be closer to chad daybell and a few months later Lori's previous husband joseph ryan tylee's father dies of a supposed heart attack which may just be a coincidence but when you hear the rest of the story, you might question whether it was possibly something more sinister. By this time in 2018, friends report that Lori is obsessed with the FLDS and the Doomsday Cult podcast, which 
FLDS is Fundamentalist uh, Fundamentalist Latter Day Saints, Church of Latter Day Saints, which I don't know if that's just a more extreme branch of LDS or if it's different. I don't really understand it, but I, un- I basically they are. She is into this totally off the wall portion of religion of this religion that's not the average of what's taught in that church and the teachings of chad daybell now i do want to mention i mean i just don't want anybody to who listening to think that i am in any way saying anything negative about the church of latter-day saints i don't honestly know too much about it but i do know that this isn't the norm of what is preached within that church and as i understand this is just more of like an extremist cult that seems to associate themselves with the church so i just want to put that out there now in the beginning of 2018 is the first time Lori is actually on the doomsday podcast I believe the name of the podcast was Eyes Open based on my searches, but I cannot find the podcast anywhere, so I assume it's been removed. Um, But searching on the internet, I did come across, he had two different podcasts, and starting in 2015, that was the name of the podcast he was running. So I believe Eyes Open is the one that she was really involved with or obsessed with. So over the coming months lori changes her obsession grows she tells one of her best friends that she's basically a prophet she's one of the chosen who's supposed to gather 144,000 special people to go to heaven before the second coming of christ which is doomsday july 22nd of 2020 which i guess we should be worried about stuff since that's (laughs) (laughs) five months away from right now i have a lot of shit i need to do if the world's gonna end this summer i'm saying seriously i was talking (laughs) to my neighbor earlier about all this and we were like just discussing it and i'm like she's like maybe i should just cash out my 401k and go spend the next five months in uh disney or something i was like seriously (laughs) i was like maybe i should rob a bank tomorrow like what the hell (laughs) i only have i only have five months left so I wouldn't spend the next five months at Disney. That sounds like a headache. <laughs> like well, a legitimate headache. Yeah, I agree with you. I That's not where I'd want to go. I'd be on the beach with some rum, but that's just me. Right. So, Doomsday, July 22nd, 2020. Supposedly. And she's telling her friend. She actually told her friend um, that she believed her friend was one of these 144,000 people and her friend wait, is wait. Part of- 144,000 yes okay go ahead that's it that's all the people that are getting into heaven okay i just i just wanted to clarify that <laughs> 144,000 people so she tells her friend and i this is a there was an interview of her friend and her friend she tells her friend i think you're one of those people um, she's like, I, I'm here to gather you. And her friend's like, yeah, I don't think I'm one of those people. <laughs> and I, I was just dying because I was like, yeah, I think I'd be the same. I'd be like, yeah, no, I think I'm good here. But thank you for thinking of me. So 
Lori saw this as her mission, though. Her friend, who is also a long, long-time member of the LDS church, is worried by the odd things Lori's telling her. Lori also tells her um, around this time, this is, it's in the end of 2018 at this point. Um, she tells her friend, like her and Charles are splitting. She tells her friend that Char- her and Charles are divorcing because he had an affair and has become violent and abusive towards her. Now, I am one to always give a woman the benefit of a doubt when she says she's been abused, but there's no evidence that Charles had an affair and everyone who knows him and her says that he was just not a violent person. He was not somebody to be provoked. He's not a fighter. And in reality, it seems that Lori was actually the one having an affair And since she lied about that, I'm more inclined to believe that the abuse was also a false allegation that she designed in order to garner sympathy from friends over the divorce and maybe even set up her story for future plans. So Charles files for divorce from Lori in the beginning of 2019, in February of 2019. So that's a year ago this month. And I think it's important because, like, to keep in mind that that's all of the events I'm about to go over take place within a very short span of time. And it's a lot. It's all basically within a year. So in his divorce filings that Charles files, he's filing from divorce from Lori, um, he claims that Lori threatened his life if he got in the way of her mission in any way. She said she would kill him and angels would dispose of his body. These are the exact words that he puts in his divorce filings that Lori said, (laughs) if you get in my way of my mission in any way, I will kill you and angels will dispose of your body. I'm going to start telling that to people. (laughs) Like It's going to be my new insult now. (laughs) I'm going to kill you and angels will dispose of your body. So what are you going to do about that? I'll just leave out the I'm going to kill you part and just start using the angels are going to dispose of you for me. (laughs) I mean, I can't. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Oh, God. So she's she's definitely something. Yeah. So five months later in July of 2019 now think this is just this last july charles comes to the house to pick up jj to take him to school that day that morning a 911 call comes in from Lori's house from her brother alex the -hmm. same brother who admitted to trying to kill Lori's former husband joseph ryan on this 911 call which you can listen to online um, and actually there's a body, there's body cam videos of the police who responded as well, which are very disturbing. Um, but on this 911 call, which you, you can listen to, Alex says he shot his brother-in-law in self-defense and his brother-in-law is unconscious. He doesn't know if he's breathing. When police mm-hmm. arrive, Alex is very calm and matter of fact. He tells them that he got into an argument. They got into an argument, him and Charles, and Tylee heard them. So she came out of her room with a baseball bat. 
Oh. And supposedly Charles got the bat away from Tylee and used it to hit Alex. When he tried to hit him again, Alex claims he shot him in self-defense. Oh, and okay. Because it's always self-defense. I mean, it happens. That is That does happen. But the whole... The fact that he tried to kill her last husband and now she, he has killed her current husband at the time is worrisome, in my opinion. Um, Tylee does back up his story, but police say she seems coached and just off. Um, And even, like, Lori's friends who hear about this later say they think that maybe she was just trying to keep her mom or Alex out of jail I don't know. So they're suspicious of the entire story, but the only witnesses are Alex, who shot him, Lori, who is super sane and rational, <laughs> right? Tylee, who's a minor and is backing up their story, and then Charles, who's now dead. He did not survive the two gunshots to his chest. So when Lori spoke to the cops, so here's the, here's another little weird tidbit. So this happens. So Charles comes to the house to pick up JJ. He supposedly, I believe JJ was probably in the car. They said Charles came back into the house to get his cell phone. He left it or something supposedly. And when he came back into the house, the reason they got an argument was because Lori had been going through his cell phone is what Alex had claimed and that he got mad. They had an argument and that's when all this happened, supposedly. So I'm assuming that JJ is out in the car when it happened. So after this happens, Lori takes Tylee and JJ and takes JJ to school. The cops are there on the scene when she comes back and her and Tylee after dropping JJ off at school. Now Lori speaks with the cops at the scene and she's joking around and laughing. She's hmm. not even okay. slightly upset or distraught that her estranged husband was just killed. In a police body cam video I saw, she actually tells the police she had just moved there. So she's like joking, like, oh, like what a bad impression on like the to meet the neighbors this way kind of thing. And it's like Dude, if that's what she's worried about, then hello, she needs some fucking help. Well, the, I mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So, and then later that same day, Lori throws a pool party at the house loud enough for the entire neighborhood to hear. Like this, like I don't know if she invited the neighborhood. I don't even know. But how do you throw a pool party at your house when a dead body was literally just removed from it? Like. It's, I, I can't, it's, I like, there's so many pieces of this story. I cannot wrap my head around. (laughs) So (laughs) earlier we mentioned that Charles has two sons from a previous marriage and the day after Charles is murdered, Lori tells them that he passed away by sending one of them a text message. The text message says, Hi, boys. I have very sad news. 
Your dad passed away yesterday morning. I'm working on making arrangements and I'll keep you informed on what's going on. I'm still not sure how to handle things. Just want you to know that I love you and so did your dad. What the fuck? She sends now his they're not children. They're young adults. They're like maybe I think the one that got the text message is like 24 and then another one a little bit younger, I believe. But it's like who does that? From what I understand, she did not have a tumultuous relationship with the sons or the ex-wife Cheryl. So how demonic do you have to be to tell a young adult via text message that his dad died? And he didn't yeah. he didn't die. He was murdered by your brother. And it's like uh, I uh, <laughs> in an interview, Charles' first wife Cheryl whom he was married to for 12 years. She said that there's no way Charles would attack someone with a bat. She's like, I've never seen him get in a fight with anyone, even men. Like he's just not that kind of guy. She's like, it just wasn't in his character. And now she was married for him to him for 12 years. This is their ex-husband. They have, from what I understand, a civil relationship. Like there's no, and when she heard the story, she just, couldn't believe that that is how he died and then she became very suspicious and after the text message they tried to contact Lori and she never responded to them again like she sent him a message your dad's dead basically and that was that hmm. so That's appropriate yeah of, I mean first <laughs> of all please you guys don't ever tell someone that their parent died or anyone died. I don't care if it's their fish. Don't tell them via text message. Like, that's just so heartless to me. I mean, she is heartless anyways. Like, right. I, I, I There's so much more. But she's, oh, this lady. Second coming of Christ. I feel like it's like the more like the Satan spawn or something. I don't even know. <laughs> so... And um, one of Lori's friends actually came out and said that she doesn't believe it was self-defense either. Like she just, it's all so crazy and suspicious that even Lori's friends are like, I don't even know who this person is. Like, it's all so crazy. And they like, I have yet to have somebody come out and be like, they're on her side other than I have seen comments, which I don't know why I do this to myself sometimes, because whenever you read the comments on articles and things, it's like, it's like feeding yourself poison a little bit. <laughs> like, but so there were people in comments that were part of, like, they would like hashtag FLDS as well. Oh and, God. and like, they're like, oh, like, I don't know, basically they're on her side and it's like, nah, no stop it like you're in a cult call your dad stop it no <laughs> no absolutely not so okay so just days after charles death Lori found out that he had changed his um million dollar life insurance policy so that his sister Kay, jj's biological grandma would be the beneficiary which makes sense because he's getting divorced from Lori. so why would he give it give her a million dollar life insurance policy right 
she found this out either a day or two after he died when she tried to make a claim on the policy. Oh my god. Yeah, you know, hello, red flag. <laughs> like, are you, are you, come on. And I'm sure Lori was pissed when she found out. In this whole story, though, it's the one thing that makes me a little bit happy, and I wish I could have, like, been there to just see her be pissed when she was like the realization that she wasn't getting any money out of his life insurance policy that's probably why he was realistically killed i mean we don't know but it's pretty good a million dollars is a pretty good uh motive in my opinion so and that's pretty high life insurance policy too so a couple months later Lori would pick up and move again, taking the kids to live in Rexburg, Idaho, so they could be close to Chad Daybell and complete their apocalyptic mission. Now, I, I, you know, it's like, it's funny, but it's like so not funny. It's like so ridiculous that I can't help but laugh because it's like, it's unbelievable. It's, it's really just insanity. Right. So Lori doesn't tell JJ's grandparents that they're moving though. And oh. JJ begins his new school in Idaho. But after just a few weeks, Lori tells the school she's pulling him out to homeschool him. And the school is the last place JJ is seen by an outside source on September 23rd, 2019. So this last September. Now, Lori convinces her niece, Melanie, after this, she convinces her niece, Melanie, to join in her mission around this time. And in the beginning of October, um, or like literally like October 1st, <laughs> Melanie leaves her husband, packs up to move to Idaho near Lori. And around this same time, Lori rents a storage unit that her children's belongings are later found in. Shortly okay. after, yes. So the house from Arizona, a lot of their belongings didn't come with them to Idaho when they moved, which could just be a purge. When we moved, I got rid of a lot of things, but it's suspicious. And a lot of their things and things like, um, uh, like their bikes and um, photo albums and things were found in the storage unit later on. Once the police finally get involved in everything. So Melanie picks up her niece. She convinces her to apparently be the one of the 144,000 that are going to be going to heaven, whatever. And shortly after Melanie left her husband to move to Idaho, Someone in Charles, the husband who was just shot and killed in the few months before that, in his green Jeep, pulled up and shot at Melanie's husband. It sounded like, uh huh, it sounded like a um, paintball gun, which he believes later on it was actually a silencer on it so that it, it just sounded different than a normal gunshot. And luckily, he actually was unharmed, but he recognized the Jeep and became 
convinced that it had been Alex trying to kill him. Are we sure that her and her brother don't have a relationship going on? I thought the same thing. Because, like, why is he doing her fucking dirty work? No, and people said, I guess, like, they were super close and um, he basically did do her her dirty work and it seems like he's, like, a fucking hitman at this point. Like, it's so crazy and it's gonna get crazier so just buckle up my brothers would fucking tell me to fuck off (laughs) i mean we know your brother would tell you to fuck off (laughs) (laughs) i mean here's the thing if somebody hurt me then that might be a different story but to just go around like popping off people that i (laughs) am pissed at i don't think so (laughs) like this is insanity it is so literally a week later, so someone shoots at Melanie's husband. Luckily, he's unharmed. Literally a week later, on October 9th. Now, here's actually, I, I don't think we got to this. So she's obsessed with this Daybell, this Chad Daybell. He's um, got this podcast. But Chad Daybell, who lives in Rexburg, Idaho as well, which she moved there to be close to him, he's married. He's been married for shit at that point almost 30 years 29 years he got married in 1990 he has five kids his kids are mostly grown he's a grandpa and so now we come to the week after melanie's husband is shot at someone in a ski mask comes up to chad daybell's wife tammy and shot at her what the fuck it seems as though whoever shot at her either had an unloaded gun or a paintball gun that was unloaded or something they didn't shoot her she was scared but she said the gun looked like a paintball gun which sounds familiar right and they missed her so she thought it had been like a prank and she made a post about it on facebook um basically saying like the strangest thing just happened. Somebody in a ski mask shot at me with a unloaded paintball gun and, and whatever. And so it's this, it's, it's just another crazy thing. Well, literally 10 days after this Facebook post, which was on October 19th. Now, remember, nobody's seen the kids still since September 23rd at this point, but nobody has realized that people aren't seeing them or that anything's wrong yet. So 10 days after her Facebook post on October 19th, 2019, 49-year-old Tammy Daybell goes to sleep and never wakes up. What was her cause of death? Here's the catch. (laughs) Chad asked them, kind of maybe pressured them not to do an autopsy playing oh. the ever grieving husband saying they were going through enough and the couple was squeaky clean nobody knows of his connection to Lori at this point and he's a pedestal in their community he's i mean tammy's a school librarian she's beloved chad's a religious leader and there's no reason really for anybody to suspect anything so they don't do an autopsy 
Yeah, but it's the religious leaders that you have to be concerned about. <laughs> hey, like, let's, let's not put that on. <laughs> but listen, I, okay. I, I know, I know. Well, especially no when they're a doomsday, like religious creepy right. cult leader, like, it's a little different. But yeah, that's what I mean. Not yes. like your everyday. Yeah, like yes, I agree. So they don't do an autopsy, and. Just 14 days after Tammy passed away, with the ground where she was buried still soft, Chad remarries Lori Vallow in the beginning of November. How many days after? 14 days. Two weeks. What the actual fuck? Yep. 14 days. I'm confused. (laughs) I know. Well, and I'm thinking a lot of this is speculation because nobody knows really all of what has gone on because there's so many unanswered questions still but i think honestly they were in some sort of emotional relationship well before a lot of this happened and they've probably been having a relationship of some sort for a long time and then her husband's dead now his wife is dead 14 days they're remarried her freaking kids are missing (laughs) like it's a lot yeah so meanwhile jj's grandma Kay, which is charles's sister begins getting worried it's been a long time since she has spoken to or seen her grandson and they facetime with him regularly but the last time that they had FaceTime with him at this point, you know, this is in November, had been in August. And they couldn't get in contact with him. They tried everything. They texted Lori. They called Lori. They tried to um, email her. Like, they tried to get in contact with her any way they could to see JJ. But they had no idea that Lori had packed up and moved the kids to Idaho. They had no idea. So, hmm. Kay only found out where they had moved to because she knew her brother's passwords to his accounts. So even though Charles had passed away, she tried going through his things to see if anything was active. And she logged into his Amazon account. The first password she tried worked. Thank God. And Lori had made the mistake of ordering something through Amazon with Charles' account and had it delivered to her new home in Idaho. So, Kay is thinking, we got them. Like, okay, I know where they live now. Here's the address. But it was too late already. On November mm-hmm. 26th, the police come to the new address to do a welfare check on the children to give Case some peace of mind. She just, at this point, she just wants somebody to put eyes on JJ. She wants to know he's okay, he's alive, like, where is he? Everything's fine. But when the police come to the door, Lori tells them that the children aren't there. JJ is supposedly staying with a family friend in Gilbert's, Arizona, and Tylee supposedly is at BYU, which is Brigham Young University. When the police looked into it, the friend that he's supposedly staying with, that JJ supposedly staying with, said she hasn't seen him since September. 
And Tylee was not at BYU. And I just want to put in this little side note. Um, actually, when Charles died, part of the conversation that Lori had with the police was telling them, oh, yeah, like my daughter's going to BYU um, next year and like kind of bragging about it. BYU is a LDS um, college in uh, Idaho, and it's where Chad Daybell went. Mm. And it's just <laughs> that extra like oddity. And maybe Tylee did want to go there, but it's so strange. It's also like the alibi she used for where Tylee is, even though she's not there. It's just icky. And this is when she's still living in Arizona. So this is before she even went to Idaho. Okay. So the next day after putting the pieces together that JJ is not with his family friend, we don't know where he is, and Tylee is not at BYU, the next day, the police went back to the house since they knew he was not in Arizona and found the, the, the house had been completely cleared out. Lori huh. and Chad were gone. Of course they were. So after everything transpires, the police are now suspicious of Tammy's death because they exhume her. And they actually end up exhuming her body and performing an autopsy because they, they put together like all these funky things. Um, Kay actually, I think it's, I believe it's Kay who had invite in hired a private investigator. Um, and they put all these pieces together between Melanie's, um, the shooting at Melanie's husband, Tammy, Charles, like all these different pieces, and now the kids are missing. And so the police in Idaho hadn't been suspicious of Tammy's death, but now that he's connected to Lori and all these crazy things, now they're like, oh, maybe that's not how she died. Or maybe there was something suspicious that happened, and it wasn't just she went to sleep and didn't wake up. Was she cremated or was she buried? She was she was buried. Thank god so they i don't know her body. they did and they performed an autopsy the results today right now are still pending on like the toxicology and all that but i am so thankful i don't know if it's a religious reason that he didn't cremate her because i'll tell you if i murdered my whoever i would not have buried him. i would have cremated that shit because you're not coming back for it but he did not and i don't know if it's i i the only thing i can think of is it's a religious thing that he didn't that he buried her because he definitely should have covered his tracks and he didn't. Right. So, I mean, well, I guess we don't know, but my assumption is that maybe Ch Chad will be in jail soon. <laughs> Hopefully we'll see. We'll see what comes back. So maybe he didn't do anything. Maybe it's just an extreme coincidence, but there are so many coincidences in this case that it's insane. So around the same time that they exhumed Tammy's body, um, Lori's brother Alex, who seems to have been her hitman, marries <laughs> her friend, and I don't know, I think it's Zulema, Zulema, who is part of the mission as well. She's part of the 144,000 people. She's part of this little extremist cult. And on December 12th, days after marrying Zulema, Alex dies of mysterious causes as well. And his, uh -huh, his autopsy is 
currently also pending. So we have no idea what he died of. And it's crazy to me that Lori's brother is now dead too, but it's almost like a loose end. Like he was always the one doing all these things for her. And now he's gone too. So on December 20th, he died on December 12th. On December 20th, the police finally announce the investigation into the disappearance of Tylee Ryan and JJ Vallow, and the media takes off running. Police don't catch up to them, to Lori and Chad, who are now married. They got married at some point in November in Hawaii. And the police finally catch up with them on January 25th in Hawaii, in Kauai, 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 Hawaii, which is actually where she had lived for a couple of years, remember, with Charles. So it must be like her little safe haven. And when the police catch up with Lori and Chad, they give Lori a court order that she needs to produce proof of life of the children by January 30th. They give her five days. I'm confused as to why she wasn't just immediately arrested on January 30th after not following the court order. She, Because January 30th comes and goes and she does not prove, provide anything. Like she, she literally just had to show a picture of them with a current newspaper. Right? Like she, she pro- provided nothing. And we still have no clue where the children are. And so, on February, but they're still in Hawaii, right? So Chad and Lori are still in Hawaii. Yeah, this was less than a month ago, right? At from right now, and um, on February tenth, the police found Tylee's cell phone in Lori's belongings when they did a search, and she's still not arrested at that point. And I think. A couple things. One, Tylee's 17, so I highly doubt she's somewhere without her cell phone. It's possible. And I have another story that I'll share later of where she maybe could be. Um, but I can only figure that the reason they didn't arrest Lori at that point is because I think maybe the police were hoping that her and Chad would do something that would lead them to the kids. Right. It's the only reason I could think that they wouldn't have arrested her when she didn't um, follow the court order. But I don't do you know. Do you know what this like reminds me of? Like the whole cult thing, Jim Jones. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is like the reminding me of flavor that aid. So much. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So finally... February 20th, just a couple days ago now, Lori Daybell is charged with two felony counts of desertion and non-support of dependents. And currently she is in jail for that. We have no further information at this time of where the kids are. She has not said anything, at least as far as we're aware outside of what we do know now as to where the kids are. And I almost, I mean, I guess here's the thing is the kids, if the kids went disappeared in September, she didn't marry Chad until 
November, so they can't really arrest him because they're not his kids. And also, he came into the picture. I mean, he didn't, but he wasn't. I don't. I mean, I don't know you if they would get charge him, him conspiracy. with I don't know because he did. They were already missing before. Yeah, but if they were having an emotional, but if they were having an emotional relationship and they conspired to kill his wife, well, but they have to have proof. And as of right now, they can't prove any of that. I want to. I mean, I cannot wait until the autopsy results come back for not only Alex, um, but also for Tammy, Chad's wife. Tammy, I think, would be the smoking gun if something was off with her toxicology. I feel so bad because I think this poor woman had no inkling that her husband of, fuck, almost 30 years, the father of her five children, and, like, she had a new grandbaby. Like, I don't think she had a clue what was going on or what was coming. And she literally went to sleep and just never woke up, and it's like, what the hell man like i don't know and she's she's like the most sweet looking lady she looks she looks she was a school librarian she looks like a school librarian she just it's just heartbreaking i feel so bad for her kids i know they're grown which i think is maybe the one good thing about that whole piece of the situation is that they didn't have young children but it's like it's just heartbreaking so a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's stretching and yawning guys she gives zero fucks about my podcast <laughs> so here's the other thing the reason i even started really looking into this case is because an idaho state journal article came across my viewing and it threw me and then i was confused and so i'm like i have to look into this further now because it's so strange so a couple in indiana went to a concert a country concert in nashville tennessee and they were at a pre-concert dinner there was another couple that had a young girl with them who went by the name of amy did you read this article steph um no no i didn't read it okay so no i am the one that um posted it and that's when i was really like what the hell so so um they're at this pre pre pre-concert dinner in nashville tennessee for a concert and the person who is mostly mentioned in the article is she's married to like a detective or some kind of law enforcement Um, And her and her husband are both um, trained in, like, trafficking and, like, what to look for. And this girl, Amy, is what the name she's going by with these two, like, 60-something-year-old couple. She seems very, like, uncomfortable with them. It's very odd. She's acting strange. And so at some point during this interaction... She actually leans in to Amy and gives her, she had a crayon and papers wrapped around it and puts it in her pocket and says to her something along the lines of like, if you need help, like just leave me a note. Well, Amy goes to the bathroom with the person she's with and then they never see Amy again after this. And 
the couple could didn't know there she's like she looks so familiar and she doesn't realize it until she gets home and looks through her newsfeed she's like oh my gosh it's tylee ryan so she thinks she's like she looks skinnier the girl amy that we saw at the concert she looks skinnier um she's like but it looks just like her if it's not her it must have been her twin and she this couple the the husband and wife call in a tip and they're not the only ones other couples that were at that table ended up calling in tips as well so they're not the only ones that recognized her as tylee it could be coincidental it just looks like her she does to me have a very familiar face um so it's possible that it wasn't her but it's just a strange story and it wasn't just one person that recognized her like multiple people at this dinner uh, like thought it was her and called in tips so i don't know and i mean the thing is is we still don't know where these kids are and there's so many strange things as far as like i would you like you got rid of she got rid of when they moved they like got rid of the kids beds they got rid of basically all of the kids stuff and there is also a guy the storage unit um, that the police searched later on the owner of the storage unit had actually called police to say hey like i have some stuff i think that you'd be interested in this storage unit is lori vallows which now she's lori daybell and i have video of her and her brother and her niece melanie um and then there's video of who we believe to possibly be chad later on coming and going from the storage unit moving heavy totes and at first it's almost like the first day you see this video you can see those videos online as well of them moving these heavy totes and i think oh god is that one of the kids but it's strange because it's not like like they bring this heavy tote there then they move the tote out and then they bring totes in like you know what i'm talking about yeah. like those big like yeah. rubber made totes and they're heavy like there's heavy stuff in them you can tell by the way they're carrying them but it's so it's just all so strange and if it was like god forbid like a body of one of the children why would they bring them there move them out bring them back like it's it's all so freaking strange and i'm telling you like when i started this story i had no idea what the fuck i was getting myself into (laughs) it's like there's just it's never ending information and there's so much and it's so crazy and then i'm thinking now like okay so Lori believes that the earth is going to end or the world's going to end the apocalypse is coming in july but now her ass is sitting in jail so like are you dying in jail or like <laughs> i mean i don't i i don't know there's so much to this dude i can't yeah thoughts <laughs> um probably a I lot don't even of know i know yeah it's like, it's so much. So Alex is dead. Charles is dead. Joseph is dead. Tammy is dead. Two children are missing. 
hopefully they are alive and well somewhere but where because nobody oh my God. nobody knows where they are except for this one strange sighting of tylee in tennessee so i don't know and i know i don't know i don't know if like the cult if they are into like polygamy i know some mormons are but i don't know like would they have matched up tylee with a couple is she a sister wife like (laughs) is she alive it's all so crazy that i can't i really can't wrap your brain around i know well and it's like when i was watching the documentary or not documentary the dateline episode about it there was all this information not all well i put a little bit more pieces into it that i found but it was all kind of out of order and it was really hard to line it up, which I hope I did a good job of putting this in the proper timeline so that you guys can really understand and like follow along with what happened. But it's like, where are these freaking kids? Where are they? I am, I'm like, I don't believe in like torture or waterboarding and things like that. But like, I really want somebody to get these inf- this information out of her. <laughs> like, there's got to be a way. <laughs> Come on. Where so, are these kids? Are they alive? You, are they dead? Where are they? You go interrogator. Can I? Can I bring the baseball bat that supposedly Charles beat <laughs> <laughs> up her brother with? Ugh. I really just want to, like, and I'm sure the whole world right now, the United States especially, I'm wondering if other countries are i'm sure the bbc and stuff have this on their news too but it's like everybody just wants to know where are the kids where are they where are they are they alive still (laughs) i just want i like i have to know it's making this once i started like oh me and my neighbor were discussing it earlier like and i'm kind of like like i hope they're alive I unfortunately have a bad feeling that maybe there is not going to be a happy ending here, but I'm inclined to believe that it's probably not going to be a happy ending. I feel so bad for JJ's grandma Kay, who trusted this couple to adopt her grandson to give him a better life than she thought she could. And now he's gone. And it's sad in the interview because I think she truly believes that he's alive somewhere and that Lori's just keeping him from her. And when her husband spoke of him and used past tense pronouns, like, or past tense, um, she said to him, like, why are you, why are you saying this in past tense? And he's like, well, I'm just talking about like the memories of him. But she's like basically like, well, he's still alive, like kind of thing. And it's like, I really freaking hope so for everyone's sake, including JJ. But like, where is he? He's seven years old. Like, where the fuck is he? <laughs> where is he? I mean, it's, oh, I don't know. I know. 
and it's like and i i do think maybe that is why the police didn't just arrest her and tried not to spook her they were hoping that maybe they would lead them to the kids right but they were just living their best life on the beach and on their honeymoon for christ's sakes for the last however like uh, i'm curious like they they were living it up too it's like they were in this like gated community on an expensive like hawaii ain't cheap hawaii is expensive right and i just i'm wondering where all this money came from i know at one point she did steal um before he died she stole like 35 grand out of charles one of charles bank business accounts and wow and i'm sure she's probably stolen other shit since she was trying to like get a million dollar life insurance policy from him but right allegedly (laughs) (laughs) just throw that in there just for shits but it's like i don't and i really hope that one way or another they end up getting answers in this case because i just feel so bad for well a lot of people but Kay especially jj's grandma like i just want her to have a conclusion a closure in this case one way or another you know and i just i feel really bad for chad's kids which their attorney um lori and chad's attorney put out a statement saying that um like he has his kids support was part of it and i'm like i don't think so <laughs> like That's i think strange i i'm pretty sure at this point they know that he probably had something to do with the death of their mom which is that's a pretty horrible reality but i don't know so anyways hopefully we will do an update episode if we ever get more answers to this case and we are going to post the pictures of tylee ryan and jj vallow because if you see or think you have seen them please call into the tip line i will post that as well on our instagram and on twitter um but it's just this is just one of the craziest cases i've ever seen i think so so i have something to add that's not about your story okay Do you remember the Grey's Anatomy episode with the little boy who was laughing but having seizures while he was laughing? Uh, Vaguely. It was a while back, right? Yeah, season... No, it was last season. Season 14? Or... Are we on 15 or 16? Uh, I don't know. But but his mom (laughs) was in the hospital, too. I don't really remember. Well, anyways... My friend messaged me tonight and was sending me videos of her daughter doing the same thing that boy was doing. Oh. And they took her to the hospital tonight and she just texted me a little bit ago that they did a CAT scan and they're being transferred to Children's Hospital. Oh, God. And I feel so, so, so bad for her because the last time she was at Children's, now she has four kids, three alive. Um the the first one i it was right or i want to say right around 25 weeks she had the baby and she died 4 days after she had her oh no that was the last time she was at children's hospital 
week. And I just, I feel so incredibly bad for her having to go down there and go through something else. Well, but positive my- vibes that this is going to be a different outcome for her, a better leave her My work is only 20 minutes away from the hospital, though, so I told her if she needed anything to let me know. <sighs> I will say it's Lurie's, right? Lurie's children? Huh? Lurie's is where she's at, Lurie's Children Hospital. Um, Columbus. It's nationwide. It's where Bubba was. Yeah, Lur- it's Lurie's, right? Isn't that, aren't they, or maybe they're not all called Lurie's. It's here, the children's is Lurie's, but they're like the ones that are connected to Ronald McDonald and all that. Well, anyways, <laughs> <sighs> the, I will say yeah, yeah. if if you have a child with any kind of issue, that is where I would want my kid, though, so... Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's horrible. I really hope, hopefully, she has a better outcome. I will keep we you need, posted we on that. We need, like, a I just... palate cleanser. Um, let, me, let me think of something here real quick. There's got to be something positive, because this is oh, just been a... Uh, I got huh? one. Since we're What's going that? to Boston this weekend, you know, Mike and I are going yeah. to Boston. You guys, we... I know who I'm doing this Sunday. Cat knows. But I'm wondering if you guys can guess. So when this episode goes live, one of us will post something on Instagram and Twitter about guessing what or who our next episode's about. Um, but it has to do with Boston. And that that's all the hint you get. I think we mentioned it before, didn't we? No, I think I told oh, okay. you. Okay, I know you told me, but I didn't know if we discussed it on an episode or if it was. So are you going to record while you're there, though? No, we'll be back. Just say where it is, but okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. No, oh, no, 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 no. Not what you're oh, okay. thinking. Oh, okay, okay. I know I said I was going to do that, but I'm not taking my laptop and stuff with me. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God um you got your phone i do no i mean like our listeners are probably like what are these bitches talking about just tell us i just texted you what it is i got i got it i got it okay yeah (laughs) okay so what's coming up i'm trying to think oh meanwhile if you are listening please go ahead and leave us a review because we appreciate the shit out of you and i think Actually, can you you can pull reviews from uh, Apple Podcasts, right? Yes. We should maybe start reading them on the podcast when we get a good one that we enjoy. Mm. Just a thought. Um, but if you do go ahead and leave us a, a review or even definitely subscribe to us. So when you go on Spotify or Google Play Music, Google Music, whatever, um, Apple Podcasts, if you hit the subscribe button, when we have a new episode that goes live, which it's usually the same day every week, Wednesday at like midnight, Tuesday night, Wednesday, more early Wednesday morning, um, you will get a notification that lets you know that there's a new episode so you can listen to it. And I know that some of you do because as soon as it goes live, I'm always like, oh my gosh, there's so many listens already and it makes me super happy. So, but definitely go subscribe so that you know. And go follow us on Twitter because I love all of our Twitter followers and the funny shit that people post. Um, we are at crime underscore 
project. And definitely hit us up on Instagram. We like to joke a little bit more on Instagram, I think. And like some of the things that we post are maybe in bad taste, but they're funny anyways. So <laughs> You have to have a good sense of humor to hang out with us. I mean, sometimes things are dark, but like you have to find a way to laugh about them. Otherwise, you'll just like drown in it. So I feel like, I don't know, at least that's my outlook on it. But Right. Because I, I will say I saw a lady commenting, people were asking questions and things, and there's a group that I'm in for a case that's going on right now for a little girl that was murdered, and people were asking questions about it, and there were so many people that were like, why do you want to know the details? Why? Do you? And I was like, ugh. I was like, well, I didn't ask any of these questions, but I'm like, because I want to know the details, because it's just how my brain works. I don't know. Maybe it's not normal, but I didn't comment or say anything, but I was just thinking like, well, you're obviously not a crime fanatic lady. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to know every detail. I don't know why I want to know. I'm just, it just fascinates me. I'm sorry. So, right. Uh, yeah. So anyways, go follow us and not to disappear your children or murder any husbands or wives like it's okay to just divorce and move on with your life and if you for some reason want to disappear your children send them to me because i will take care of them <laughs> do not actually disappear them and also if you see tylee ryan or jj vallow or even if you just think you do please 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 hit up the tip line it is crazy go look at the pictures of them um i will post actually probably multiple pictures of both of them because i feel like they look different in different pictures and i'm not sure what they would look like now if they're wandering around out there so i want everyone to be able to get a good idea of what they might look like so please help us find them where are these kids this is my new mission is finding out what happened so I hope everybody has a great rest of their week. Yes, enjoy. Enjoy this week. Enjoy this weekend. And we shall see you next week. Guys, have a good one. Peace out.